Our climb will be steep. We may not get there in one year or even in one term. We as a people will get to the promised land. I promise you, we as a people will get there. And whenever men and women straighten their backs up, they are going somewhere because a man can't ride your back unless it is better. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing anything. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Everybody Mad, the podcast where nothing is off the table, facts are currency, and at some point, everyone will feel uncomfortable. This is what happens after. Welcome to Everybody Mad, the podcast. To kick it off, it's going down with the... Just gonna keep this. Welcome back to Everybody Mad. You now into Everybody Mad chat room. It's your boy Rel. I'm happy that y'all are here as always. Uh, get into this. Always remember email everybodymadpod at gmail.com. IG, Facebook, Everybody Mad Pod, and on all major podcast streaming platforms. Uh, everybody Mad. So I'm in the chat room this week uh, again with a guest. Uh, and I'm gonna just real quick say that I'm gonna get back to, you know, just some solo content myself, but, uh, these conversations have been great and I'm so happy that like, they've just, you know, organically Mm -hmm. come together. And so, uh, uh, I'm gonna have the guests introduce themselves in a second. Um, but I think y'all are in store for a live conversation, um, about a, uh, a topic I don't think we have enough, you know, interpersonal conversation about, um, mm-hmm. if I'm honest. Um, and so, uh, with that, um, I'm going to ask you to give your name, mm-hmm. age, dating status, okay. uh, location, and one interesting or unique fact about yourself. Okay. So, what's up, y'all? Um, I'm Day. I go by Miss Day. I am 34 years old. I am single. I'm from the South Bronx, and I'm Dominican. That is important. Mm. And an interesting fact about me? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, an interesting fact. I have a real crazy obsession with fruit. Like, mm. I really love fruit a what lot. Kind? So, pineapples are my thing. All right. I'm with it. I love pineapples. They definitely make you happy. So, pineapples, strawberries, mangoes. Mm. Kiwi. Kiwi is slept on, especially with oatmeal. I haven't eaten it with oatmeal, but I do like kiwi. Kiwi is good. I grew up eating kiwis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiwi's a thing. Like, just like eating a kiwi. Yeah, for sure. Especially like with a spoon to make it easier to scoop it out. Oh, no. Like, just like literally cutting a kiwi and just like eating it from there. Or like, like not even like cutting it, just like eating a kiwi. Really? Yes. Oh, you just eating a kiwi. You're more island than I am. Like, I'm I'm not even island. That's the interesting part. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, literally just like wash it off and eat the kiwi. Like, yes. Now I have to peel the skin. I do peel the skin. At least I cut the top off and then I use a spoon That's the rest saying, of the like, way. Yeah, cut yeah. the top off and then just mm-hmm. like go from there. Or like just eat around like an apple. Because like I like apples. Ooh. Do you like the skin on apples? Yes. See, I don't. I oh, like to cut the skin off. I can off. fuck up a red oh. apple in a really? hot, like quick. So, okay, levels. Because I'm more of a gala apple girl. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. it's definitely gala. And then what's the next one? Macintosh? 
Yes. Is that what it's called? Something Macintosh? Like that. Yeah. And then that Smith Green Apple. I don't like those. Granny Smith Apples. I, I like, like them. So I used to not like them. And then I was living in Ohio for a little bit. And mm-hmm. that's what got me onto them. Okay. I was just like, y'all, why the fuck They're not the... The Gala Apples, to me, tend to be the sweetest. They are. No, they are. I think that's actually a thing. I think they, they are the like. They like have like this real like fruitiness yes. like agreed. You, you, you crunch into any yes. of the <laughs> and you're just like this is an apple. No, for sure, um, for sure. This is definitely gonna keep the doctor away. Like, yes, this is doing it's it. like this is this is <laughs> even though I like oh I don't even want to get into that. But yes, like this is good. <laughs> right. Um, and then pineapples. Oh man, like I can go get a whole pineapple, cut that mug Hi. up, and Hi. just like have a a, a whole two you yes. know. Uh, bowls of, of yes. pineapples and right go through that in like maybe a Just day living, or two. Living yes. my best. Oh, I love pineapples. I love, Ooh, I love pineapples. Like they are like this uh, soft, mm. you know, uh, juicy yes. fruit. Yes. Uh, like high in flavor. Yes. And, Mm. And it, it does it, so much for the skin. Yes. Like it, it's just the magic fruit. It just does It, it so is a much. really, yes, yes, yes. I okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. All right. That was cool. Mm. <laughs> mm. That, mm. look at that. I, I love, uh, you know, just bringing uh, different people on. It just, it. these are, again, holistic conversations. That's what I said. I'm happy these conversations have come together. So, we're, what are we talking about today? We're talking about reproductive health, justice, and Dobbs versus Jackson. Um, or what yeah. you know, many may know as the reversal of Roe, mm-hmm. uh, and this this conversation um, for me is is professional in terms of just some of the work that I've done. Um, it's personal in terms of the overarching relationships and friendships that I have, and so I'm happy that I'm, I'm able to be joined by someone who has. Uh, a background and you know is informed um, in this conversation as well uh, because I think it will make the conversation educational mm-hmm. um, and this is an educational based uh, podcast uh, so make sure you're telling your friends to tell a friend and share their shit sure, sure, uh, sure. but then also um, just in terms of the nuance mm-hmm that's necessary for this conversation because I said we're, we're going to talk about justice just the aspect of, of reproductive justice and what right. that is right and so uh, tell me yeah. um, how do you feel overall about this country's culture as it pertains to reproductive health mm. let's start there yeah so I think that this country is so far behind, it's ridiculous. Tragic. Because we, like, even when you start it from, like, the grade school level, like, our educational system isn't even talking about sex health, right, or sex mm. ed. Yes, that's factual. You know, it's almost like you have to, it's a privilege to learn of these things. You have to live in a certain school district, have a certain area code, be in a certain demographic, financially or color, right, to be able to have access to that type of knowledge. So we kind of have to start there. Like, we have to start there with the lack of sex education. We Then we have to move over to the fact that we had a whole HIV epidemic that Mm. happened right and that is still happening let's make that very clear because HIV did not go away absolutely and we had this whole discourse of the whole 90s early 2000s and from there the bullshit and, and the and the 
the rhetoric and the and the nonsense that's fueled from the HIV epidemic and how it was the gay disease and then it was a black disease and it was a poor gay black disease, right? All of these then affected the LGBTQIA community in the sense that lesbian women statistically are the least demographic to get checked for pap smears. Mm. So you can be cisgendered gay, you can, excuse me, cisgendered, and you're more likely to get checked for a pap smear than the minute you classify yourself as a lesbian. Like, these are just facts. Like, this mm. is just health facts, right? So now your sexual orientation is putting a label on your health. Mm -hmm. And now we're stepping into a space where the government has now decided that we're going to give the states their right to decide what you should do with your bodily autonomy. Like, we can't even have the conversation where it's actually affecting women. The way this country has set up sex and sex ed, we now have to make it more inclusive, which I have nothing against. I don't, right? Like, everybody deserves to be heard and deserves justice and agency. I'm with all of that. But when we look at reproductive health in this country especially, it is affecting black women. Mm -hmm. That is who is dying. That is who's going to get served time. Those are the people who are most likely going to lose their medical licenses, right? Like that is, that's who's getting hurt. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, on a larger scale, yes, it does affect the they, them, there. I Yes, it does. But when we're looking at black maternal health, we do it a disjustice when we don't mm. talk about it as a soul entity. Yes. Yes. You know? I think we have to start looking at the conversation around solving issues for the black community. Yes. Um, in a very specific targeted way. Mm -hmm. um, I, I applaud uh, Congress and... Uh, Biden administration for putting forward that farm workers relief bill, yes. the black farm workers bill. Yes. It's been since transformed and they've, I feel like they've done something a little, they've shifted on how they, they're trying to get it out to black farmers to get this relief. But mm -hmm. initially um, it was put out there and then it was the white people sued. Mm -hmm. um, per usual, because they want to uh, keep us in food deserts. But those sort of nest, uh, uh, reparative uh, efforts are necessary yeah and it's, sure. it's 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 inclusive of the conversation around reproductive health mm -hmm. um and that's where reproductive justice comes into it um because the justice aspect is fighting for that recognition yes. of needing a specific a targeted uh uh approach mm -hmm. to understanding black women yes and the and the impacts that uh racism and sexism have uh have had on uh their abilities to prosper yeah and that and includes and that includes reproductive health Thank like you. That, that like literally it's corely essential thank you um historically we've <laughs> been able to see and understand um the what happens when one you know bears child right um, and the the change in trajectory that that that, that has um, it doesn't say that it's not possible it, it but it changes it makes that climb even harder right um, yes. whereas uh, without child we, we understand and recognize key differences um, and so yes it is absolutely necessary that we start to look at it um, from a direct you know standpoint of like yeah. they're, they're they're impacted 
um, directly, most in, impacted. We are. I uh, mean, the, the, the numbers show. Yeah, right? we talk about uh, <laughs> we talk about uh, mortality rates of, of um, black women in terms of pregnancy, giving birth, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, what is it, the uh, birth rate mortality. Um, so the birth rate mortality, if we break it up into like number percentages, it's said that if five women get pregnant, and three of those women are black of the five all three will die mm-hmm. like that's that, the first yes that's like where we're at right mm-hmm. and i i bring like i like to put it in that in those numbers for people because it paints a very clear picture yes. right like you can't sit here and tell me that that's a that's an appropriate survival rate so you're telling me that this doctor who took a sworn oath is now possibly going to kill me and then the, the conversation then becomes what weight does that doctor really bear or is it the medical institute in itself right because the textbook that these children are learning because that's what they are children these medical students are learning from these textbooks is dated mm-hmm. it's completely dated mm-hmm. and texas has shown us that mm-hmm. uh who else showed us that uh louisiana showed us that uh, if i'm not mistaken montana showed us that so it's like what are y'all what are y'all missing? That really becomes the question to ask, right? Because the post midterm election showed if you talked about abortion, you were getting a seat. Mm-hmm. That was the winning ticket. Abortion was the winning ticket mm-hmm. to the point that even Trump right now is like, I told y'all Republicans, y'all were bugging. And to have this man tell y'all that y'all are bugging, y'all know y'all are bugging, right? And it becomes the conversation of when do you respect my fucking agency? Like, and so that's why I said we, I'm, I'm happy, we, you know, we, yeah. we don't have these, I think, conversations, you know, in, in the interpersonal yeah, you know, aspect. Sure. Because I do believe that there is real space for men to be, you know, yes. uh, as a part of this conversation. Like, I remember yes. when, uh, when, I think when it leaked, the uh, when the decision leaked mm-hmm. last year, um, and I, I talked about it for myself, like on, I think maybe on Facebook, uh, that it, men were quiet. And yeah. a number of them were like, well, you know, I didn't think this was our space. This is not our, like, you know, our you know, conversation. And I was like, eh, no, like, it is. Like, because all you have to say is, is like, yeah, like, we shouldn't tell somebody what to be doing with their body. Yeah, that, that, like, that's, that's, that's powerful it. in itself. That statement alone is powerful. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's this whole, there was this whole court fight last year about people not being told to get vaccinated. Yes, yes, yeah. Can we talk about that now? Huh. And it was like, literally, it was like, oh, don't tell me what to do with my body. Heck, 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 heck. Let's, let's even go back, right? Mm-hmm. Let's not even talk about, like, what's in our bodies. Niggas was fighting mask mandates. Hello. Hello. Like that's on. Like, like we, like we it's, not, just the it's just like you guys like, do this. Like just put it over your face and just like. And it wasn't even like. And the crazy part about it was they wasn't even mandating like you had to have a specific type of mask. No, you just it have was, to have a mask. You just have to have a cover your fucking mouth that's and ear and your mouth and your nose. Cover. Literally, that's all you had to make sure that was done. And y'all were fighting school and systems. Y'all, y'all were going wild. to governors' homes. Y'all were sending threats to the White House over it for what? For a mask. Like we're not even talking about what was going in one's body. Like there was a there was a whole entire movement around yeah. oh mask mandates not being mask mandates being wild, and then that oh, trans no, mask mandates being a violation yes. of my American rights. Yes, remember that one. That, that was it. Me. And then we had the then when the vaccine came, it was that. Uh huh. But then it got quiet when it came to uh, taking away abortion access, which is interesting, right? Because. 
I from so I say I can see both sides because I can see where a gentleman, a man would feel uncertain or maybe uncomfortable to speak in maybe a woman's space, right? Maybe that's the old Okay, sure. Maybe that's the I old idea they took on, okay? I'll give you that one. But it did so this post Dobbs world that we're living in, right? Like it affects all bodies. It affects all bodies. Yes. And I argue to an extent that it's going to affect black men the most. And just, like it's a weird it's a weird thought especially after me coming off saying, you know, black women are dying at the highest rate, but the way some of these laws are being passed in certain states, there's actual felony charges that are coming with this. Mm-hmm. Now, when you look at the white coat, if you look at percentage of black doctors, we do like to say that most black doctors are women. But when you look at it outside of big cities and you start to look at rural areas, in rural areas, most black doctors are men. Mm-hmm. Most of these laws that are coming with felony charges and, a, and a, you feel me? Most of these laws that are coming with felony charges and a doctor losing their right to practice are coming from states that are in rural areas rule United States of America, right? Ohio's a very good freaking example if y'all want to look at that. So when you start to look at it from that space, that's our black men. That's our black women now dying from mm-hmm. a natural birth, right? Mm-hmm. Like to give birth is a natural thing. Mm-hmm. Like no matter if you can or cannot do it, the idea, air quotes, the idea of a cisgendered woman is to be able to bear child, right? Is to be able to carry. That is the most natural thing, just like menstruating, that a female's body is supposed to do. Okay. So if we're just taking it from that, not to say I, I agree with that, but to say if we're taking it from that basic, basic ideology, yeah, it makes right? Sense. It makes women, black women are dying from something natural that their body is able to do because doctors are not fucking saving their lives. That's just what it is, right? Now, we're about to lose our black men back to the legal system, the very black men that did the right thing, right? They went to college, went to med school, did residency. Now they're fucking doctors with their coats, and now you're putting laws in place where this black man is now about to become a fucking statistic? It, it's tr- In my opinion, this is solely my opinion, it is genocide. These laws are causing a genocide on our black community because genocide is no longer about death. The minute you make that person a felon, they lose all social service access. Mm-hmm. So now you have a felon who can't get a job, can't find an apartment, can't get cert- uh, food stamps, at the very least fucking food stamps, can't get food stamps, can't get public housing. So now you're back into creating a system that was already broken, right? It's to continue the rhetoric. That same child who did everything to beat becoming that statistic, that is fucked up. It's, it's, it's factual. Um, interestingly, to that point, it's, there are already those stories that exist now mm-hmm. where doctors are refusing to provide care. Talk about it, yeah. There they was just are, a case in Texas. They are refusing to provide care. There yeah. was a fourteen-year-old girl uh, in Florida, yes. and they ruled that she could not have an abortion. Yes. They literally had to like get her out of Talk state in it. order to like for her like be able to have this abortion. And wasn't it based off of incest? I feel like she was raped. She was raped, and they still forced that child to bear that a child to bear a child. There was another case in Ohio where the young lady had her abortion in a legal state. 
mm-hmm. came back to Ohio and then they tried to prosecute mm-hmm. her. I've heard yes, there have been there are there are some there are a couple of cases now in a few different states where mm-hmm. it's like those are tap taking place um yeah. for one, you know, convoluted reason or another. Um and so like I agree, you know, with you from before about like, you know, men may feel hesitant to talk in a woman's space. And so here's the the education I would offer to that is you don't have to say much. Um, you literally just have to say, mm, you know, it's kind of wild that they really want to tell what mm-hmm. tell women what to do with their bodies. I don't think we should be making laws or making rulings that tell women what they got to do right. with their bodies, period. I love that. that that's, that's spot on. That's so spot on. That's so and you know on. how easy it is to, to come up with that sentence? Think of yourself. It's wild that they're telling men what to do with their bodies. I don't think they should be making laws and rules that tell men what to do with their bodies. Where you said men, just put women. Like, it's just... <laughs> right. This, this rhetoric ain't hard. <laughs> just change the okay? subject. It's okay. And, and it's necessary. And people may ask, well, why do I have to say? Because, like, we have to recognize that these impacts... Are, are on all of us. Yes, it does. I talked about, uh, we talked about it on, on the therapy episode, um, you know, with a, a mental health practitioner that these, these things are connected. Like mm-hmm. our, our issues are, uh, you know, the things that we're, we're traumatized by, how we, we, you know, we then show up in the world are is all connected. Um, and it's primarily in this modern day connected to racism. Yes. Um, followed by sexism. Yes. And if you're a black woman, that's that intersectionality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in talking about these things and like having these conversations, it's, it's necessary that they're happening, um, between, you know, men and women, mm-hmm. um, between different generations. Yes. Like we, you know, need to be having age appropriate sexual health conversations. Yes. You know, I remember as a kid, right. My, my first, my earliest sexual health, uh, came from my parents. Yep. Health education came from my parents. And it was around being touched. Yeah. And it was like, you know, if you don't, like, particularly around adults, like, yes. you know, like, any older, like, adult touches you, like, say something. Yes. Yeah. Um, like, that was it. Like, even, like, your doctor. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. say, no, like, and so, like, that was, like, the earliest aspect of it all. Right. And so, it's just, like, it's real. It's understandable how we can have, yeah. you know, very, like, and I, I was, like, two or three. Because you are taught that. Parents are always telling you if somebody touches you here or here, you tell mommy, you tell daddy. Mm-hmm. Like, that is that is the way the conversations are. You're right. But then they stop. They do. They do. They stop largely after that. They do. They, they, uh, they, they stop after that and they largely don't happen realistically for many mm-hmm. um, ever again, maybe until adulthood. That is true. I agree with that. Yeah, I do agree with that. Or if they do happen, then they happen in your teenage years with your friends. Yeah, but I'm not talking specifically from the parents. Yeah, uh, no, you're right. Because you're like right. you talked about it early, like it's real that sexual health is not taught in in many schools, um, yes. and what of it is taught is really just like the A A's and the yeah. B's of it. It's like here's and when I say A and B's, it's the anatomy. Yes. And and the breast, and and that's a part of like the anatomy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest, like, there's no, there's no understanding of how these, you know, parts work with each other. Um, like they're not teaching realistically, like how they're not really teaching like pregnancy, like how to avoid pregnancy, like in that, in, in like in the most, uh, 
elementary ways. Like there, there. It's literally just like, and I and I say this having done research from work, my time at Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. where we we did surveys with high school students. Mm-hmm. Um, we went out into the streets. We went to schools. We went and talked to teenagers, and we asked them straight up, like, "Hey, what are you learning in school? Are you getting this yeah. information?" No. Because that's that's the thing. The teachers, so sex ed isn't its separate subject anymore. So, so, so that's where that's where access comes into play, mm-hmm. right? Because I had access when we when my family lived on Long Island for a little bit. We went to a completely different school system, right? It's Long Island. We lived in okay. Suffolk County, North oh, Babylon, yes. right? Cop Central, like <laughs> that's that's Cop Town. I went to great schools, so I had access to sex education i'm also a monopoly right because my my mom's a sex ed instructor so Mm. i grew up in a very sexually liberated home um and my brother and i are also almost eight years apart so while my mother's raising a teenager she's also raising a child and so condoms were very visible because my mom wasn't oblivious to the fact that my brother could be sexually active and also in her profession so when we move into the city my mom automatically puts me in Catholic school. So I didn't even touch a public school and now there's no sex ed. Mm. Complete sex ed in a Catholic school is just stay absent. And we moved into, I moved into the city in my formative years of sex ed, in my opinion. Where'd you go to school? So, wait, for middle school? Well, where'd you go to Catholic school? Oh, so I went to St. Michael's Academy for high school. So for girls? To, yeah, and it used to be on 33rd and 8th, well, you, 9th this, and 10th. Okay, Between I, 9th yes, and 10th, excuse yes. me. And we got shut down by the archdiocese. And I think one of the reasons, so they like to say that we got shut down because of funding, which is true. We were lacking funding, but the school was also very liberal in the way it thought. And there were certain topics that depending on the teacher was more open in educating you on. Mm. Not all Catholic schools have that. And I do think that played a part into why we also were shut down to be quite honest. Mm. But to take that back to where we were, it's just like, even in that setting, though I had teachers that were willing to do that, sex ed was not a separately taught subject. And when we moved back into the city, I was 13. 13 in the hood? What's up? Like, you need to know some shit. And because my mom had already got me hit from young, I was already, what, maybe six, seven years ahead of my age in that sense. But when you look at everybody else in my age group, Nobody was learning about sex. Everybody and and this they weren't. They weren't because you know I, mean? I, I, I and condoms. What the they fuck were weren't, condoms? You, like, okay, here here this right. That was like the, a commercial that you thought you were doing the exactly. Out, like people weren't like I, I realized. I realized people didn't know what they were talking about. Niggas were lying. Thank you. Like that's so. I remember seventh grade, you know, sixth, seventh grade friends talking about like things like puberty yeah. and like masturbating and stuff <laughs> like that. And so I, I I'll be honest with you. I stumbled into like masturbating as a thing. Okay. Um, like it really was kind of more like, you know, reactive, like how mm. one, one I've come to understand since is like babies, uh, masturbate. Yes. Babies do. play with themselves in the womb. And then even once they come out of the womb, that's why you yeah, often find themselves yeah. touching themselves yeah. is because they're seeking out that pleasure that they, they had mm-hmm. in the womb freely. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody judged. And the crazy part about it is, um, there are studies now that 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 are showing that that's how they've alleviated stress. 
Interesting. Yeah, they're that like the the thumb sucking, the 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 playing. Yes, it's it's a part of the babies being able to relieve alleviate stress. Like it's a natural mechanism. You know what? Because I believe that. I it's totally made me start that. to think about masturbation as a as a mental health, you know, uh, yeah. food. Ooh, that's good. That pleasure of it being a mental health food yeah. for us to alleviate stress. Um, like I, I can share this. I remember one time in barbershop as a like teenager hearing niggas talk. He was like, "Yo, what's something you could do that uh, right after you mad that when you done you're not gonna be upset no more?" So niggas talking about like, "Oh, get something to eat, smoke a spliff." He's like, "Nah, go beat your meat. Don't <laughs> don't be mad no more." I was like, "What?" Mind you, I had already started, you know, yeah. at this point, but it was stumbling into like i said masturbation for me like whereas like i just was like touching myself one night and it was like that felt good and then i kept going and it wasn't until i actually ejaculated one night that i was like oh this is masturbating (laughs) because like up until that point i had like up until that point i had just stopped like you just get this like right 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 and so like i just that was it and when you're young how do you you don't know how to like let i might have been like 12 13 young that's still young so So like like, yeah i I, I think that's young i was still young i I, i'd say i was about maybe hmm, i might have been i might have been even 11 thinking maybe coming in there i mean i'd say because i lost my virginity at 14 and so i have to come back that i know i was masturbating a bit before then okay um so at least about a year or or so so at least a year maybe a year and a half two and it's something new and you're processing i can see that for kids i can so yeah for sure at first like i said i didn't know it's like like i said i get this feeling and i would stop like that that was the come that (laughs) was that was the orgasm it's good and then one day i told myself i'm gonna keep going I was like, I'm gonna just keep going because it's like it felt good. Like, yeah. he, like you're, like I'm shooting blanks essentially at that point. <laughs> right. And For like to that. me, it's just like I don't have anything to like, like lose out of this. Like I'm, I'm in heaven, like doing this. Oh it's like I'm laying in my bed at the end of the night. Like uh, I was in <laughs> exuberance. Like I, I can, I can picture these. Like you know, I can yeah. think back about it now because like I. These were the moments that like I, I learned about these things for myself. Yeah. And so I'm I, I, I kept going one night and I like ejaculated and I was like, oh, it all hit me. Yeah. And then at that point I literally realized I was like, my friends don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> all these things that they've said, they've heard over they've overheard yep. mm-hmm. or they've like picked up in like, you know, conversations that, yeah. that were that they might have been a part of, but right, weren't right, really right. a part of, essentially overhearing, and or what they saw on TV or in a movie. Yeah, yeah, and what they're saying just doesn't add up to what I now know I'm experiencing. <laughs> That's true. That is true. And so it was at that point that I said to myself that I know I don't. I'm not going to high school a virgin. I was eighth, this was eighth grade. This is about eighth grade. So you only lost your virginity because you didn't want to go to high school a virgin. Yeah, because I was like, I don't want to be. I don't want to have lies. I don't want to be one oh. lying about sex and Ooh. having no idea what I'm talking about. Um, okay. That was a little bit informed by um, that same in eighth grade that year. I had uh, ended up bagging this high school girl. Okay. I was coming from the library, um, and. I think I had gotten into a fight earlier. I had gone to the library to like mm. just cool off, like take a walk and cool off. Yeah. Um, and come out the library, she's asking for uh, directions and Ooh. shit. So mm. we start talking, 
That's such an old school way to pick somebody up. So we exchanged numbers, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going to uh, basketball practice. And I'm just like thinking about it. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to. Like, it wasn't talking to her. I was like, I'm not going to high school at Virgin because then, like, I don't, I don't want to be lying. Like, I want to be able to know what I'm talking about. And the interesting part about it is, like, I feel like a number of, like, just the people I know, you know, just thinking about, like, stories like that. I, I don't think a lot of people, you know, walked into high school, you know, being, you know, sexually active. There were, you know, a number. Yeah, I don't, but I don't, I don't think, think so the, the, the vast, mo- most of us were sexually active walking into high school. No, I would agree um, with that, yeah. And so, uh, in a number of different ways, like, you you realize that like you know your your uh, middle school friends just have no idea what you're talking about and that's yeah. that's that's age that's youth yeah um, and essentially you know coming into high school that that you, we're not too far removed so it's really not until like maybe sophomore junior year do people start to get some more understanding yes, as teens agreed, agreed. but it's it's you 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 putting yourself out there. You have to be willing to ask questions. And most teenagers don't want to ask questions because they're embarrassed, right? Yes. There's like, you don't know what you don't know, but you're also embarrassed about not knowing what you don't know. Exactly. It, it, it's it's a catch-22 like, for kids. We've I, all been there. The, the other aspects of sexual, like, health education I got from my parents were... Um, no, my mom's like, don't bring no babies in this house. Yeah, my mom was big on that. Don't, don't bring no bring babies, no babies not in this house. I'm baby. not taking care of them. So unless you're ready to get a job and provide, I'm not, don't bring no babies in this house. So I was real, like, that That was a sticking point to me. Yeah. But that also came with, if you need condoms, if you're having sex and you need condoms, mm-hmm. just come and ask me or your father. See, we'll give good. you get you'll get them for you or give you some money like that it came that came with it and it was that's those good. two pieces that came along with it that's good because mine that's perfect actually because mine definitely i would say mine definitely came with the same notion like my mom was just like we're not doing babies mm-hmm. you're not doing babies but my mom's biggest fear i think before babies it was catching like a std or sti like that mm. because my mom worked in the field and in the community, for her, it was just like, babies can be taken care of. My mom's saying for that was, everything that glitters ain't gold. Right. <laughs> and that is a whole fact. Because even to, as an adult, I still hold on to that, okay? See, that was, that was my mom saying for that. And I that's how I understood it. Yeah. It's like, uh, everything that glitters, like, so, like, be care, like you have be to careful. be careful. You have to and, be careful. And I will say, as a teen, I, there were some risks. Like, I largely used condoms. But there were those moments mm. where, like, condoms broke and, like, you just kind of like took somebody's word for it. Yeah. Um, Keyword word, because when did we really start testing? College. Right. It wasn't until college the first time I went got a. Uh, That's how a most STI of us screening. are, though. Most of us were not getting tested. Granted, I was getting tested, but that's because my mother crazy. The mm-hmm. average teenager is not getting tested in high school, and even then, my mom was only making me get because I was late in losing my virginity, right? And the only reason my mom made me get tested was because she wanted to scare the shit out of me. Like, the mm. fear of waiting for your results, mm. even if yes. you know you ain't yes, yes, yes. is nerve-wracking. It is. Right? And, like, regularly, every three months, every three months, my mother had me get tested once I turned 16. Mm. And it was just, like, it It became so routine that even as an adult, it still stayed routine. But to piggyback off of that, I don't think that's everybody's routine, right? And that comes down to things like access. And access isn't just, uh, at that point, you know, money. Mm -hmm. Because it also comes down to our understanding around how we situate this this idea of sex, health, religion, and faith, culture, uh, gender, uh, 
sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, we we all that's encompassed in there because we, we talked about how like access you know can be restricted in certain ways yes. in certain aspects. You know if you're uh, a lesbian versus you know cisgender. Right. Um, the, in the same ways like you know when you go to the doctor as a male they ask you like do you have gay sex and it's just like <laughs> right. why do you need to know that realistically like just tell me as like what my propens I mean and I understand you know at one point because again with the people sort of a gay doctor sort of a gay disease um so it's just like but there's a better way to ask that question it is there's such a better way because you're right the wording gay sex like gay sex well i mean now it's man on man sex yeah but it like but or do you even, have uh, uh but even the way those questions homosexual are homosexual sex and like that like they've they've uh, like i just like i don't like the labeling I'll you could just simply like ask it. people right. like what sort of sexual activities are they engaging in i think that's in? a question should, that should be written Be- in not checked off. I actually, uh, I think this was actually around the time I was working at Planned Parenthood. And oh. I feel like I had to go to, we had to do a medical screening. And the question was, um, are there, do you feel like there are any risky sexual activities you're engaging in? That's good. I like that. And I, and, and, and I checked off no immediately because I was like, I'm, I don't think I'm engaging in anything, you know, huh. unhealthy, risky. Um, and then even when we were talking of like, when, like, when the doctor came in, uh, she's like, you know, uh, she went through and she's like, and just want to clarify, you know, what you consider risky, you know, or is it unprotected? So or is there any good. blood exchange activities you're, you're doing? Um, like she, that. like it was that comprehensive. I um, love that. and this was, this was what, 2017 ish, 16, 17, this is 16. Yeah. Um, so it was seven years ago, like, you know, yeah, yeah. and so like, I, I can imagine like, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, there's a, a greater, uh, you know, fluidity to the language that's being used. I would say no. Okay. Um, I will say that if you are going to a Planned Parenthood clinic, yes, that language has been updated and it is extremely fluid and it leaves so much space mm-hmm. to actually build a connector. Yep. But for myself, where my um, my primary care and my GYN are outside of Planned Parenthood, and my GYN and I, we had to work to that. Like we had to work to get to that space. That's why I've also been with the same GYN mm. for years. And even when I moved out of New York to Ohio, I had my GYN send my files to my Ohio GYN. And now that I'm back in New York, she has sent those files back to my New York That's GYN. Right. So like, and I and I push that especially on the Black community, especially on our people, right? Because we don't we don't keep our medical trails enough. Mm. And we wait until we're in our elderly ages to really start keeping track of that. And that's when it's just too late. Mm. At this age, at this stage in the game, as women, and I will speak mostly for us, we that is, that's paper trail that needs to be like the back of our hand. The way you know mm. your social, the way you know where your birth certificate is at, you need to have your medical records on deck, right? You should have a copy of your for your own records, and you should know where your file is going, and it should be transferred to every single doctor you see. Because there's things that are going to be lost. There are things you're just going to forget, right? And there are things that you don't need to be retested for. And there are things that need to be followed up on. Your next doctor needs to have a clear picture of that. And unfortunately, your word isn't enough. Mm-hmm. Your medical record is your, excuse my language, is your Bible to an extent, mm-hmm. right? Like it holds all of you. That's real. And it needs to come with you, especially if you're thinking about planning a child. Um, mm. And I say child, not family, right? Because mm. you could do it solo. Like I'm at the age mm. and I'm at the stage for myself where if I don't meet the right person in a certain time frame for me, 
I'm comfortable raising a, a child by myself in my current family unit, which would then make us a family, right? Um, but is that my ideal? No. But it is something I am comfortable with because the reality is I still want a child and sometimes you can't wait. And I think that is something that men and women, people, let's be more holy with it, people should have access to. It is okay if you have a village set up to raise a child in a village. I have a beautiful village set up. Like, I really do. I can... I would be able to raise my baby really well. And I'm so happy you brought that into the conversation. That's why I said having this conversation, reproductive health, justice, um, what it means, like, Dobbs versus Jackson. The yes. Like it's, it's really about having these conversations interpersonally, right? Yes, it is. Because, like, I, I, I've said this. Like, I've seen where... Uh, women in their their later you know their later 40s have talked about still wanting kids and i'm not knocking them for it like you know i i believe in the idea that we live in a modern you know medicine world yes and that you know there's you know there's the ability to have children you know those later in years yeah. uh, successfully yes successfully yeah. um healthy for sure um, for sure for sure but i what i start to consider is it's like and I guess this starts to move into something we'll talk about in a second. But, like, the holisticness of the relationship that is, you know, supposedly, you know, happening between, you know, the person having this child with, you know, these people having this, this child together. Yeah. Um, like, what's that relationship supposed to look like? How did, like, like where, like, what's the time spent on, right. on um, you know, creating that and, 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 and fostering it and, and, and manifesting it and, in, in real ways that it's nurtured mm. and then mm -hmm. like, you know, okay. Like moving into a space of a child, a young child. And then, so then that does start to put you up there in later years. Right. Yes. And then, so like, it's also just making sure like that you as the, the parents can, you know, be there. And that's why that village is so important. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> like ensuring that like that, 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 that offspring, that yeah. child has community to be able to, to develop, that they understand that they have a voice, voice, oh, like oh, that they voice. have agency, like what that looks like, who's supposed to give that for like that, the, the security of, of like navigating life. Like, so those are the things that like, I think about like, as, 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 as you talk about like having child and, mm -hmm. and, and giving birth, like, yes, like what's co-parenting, you know, to look like if, if, yeah. if that's the sort of setup and dynamic, have these conversations There's and let's, let's have them it. earlier. So much earlier, like so much earlier. Like let's not wait till we're two years in, then we're going to start talking about that. A like, friend of mine posted something today about like optimal, like age. I forget like how, like how the initial post was framed, mm -hmm. but, uh, it was framed around like age to have a kid and somebody's at like 18 19 mm -hmm. and i was like uh 25 26 is given optimal um and i realized that for myself having moved past that that i was like yeah that was the op that was the point i should have did it at 25 26 because like by 30 i'm good by 30 <laughs> i'm i'm i i, I rounded into i'm good like okay. about it was just 29 like that that it started to bubble up okay. but by 30 it was like yeah no this is this is okay i'm i'm fine Okay. Um, I'm team no kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. but 25, 26 gives real optimal. Um, like, you know, you're, you're, you're not fully into your career, but you're not, you know, uh, that's so new. 
um, regardless whether you went on the grad directly on the grad school yeah. or or yeah. not, you know, you've had some years post college yeah. or just some post years post high school yeah. to like do some things in life, <laughs> right. um, you know, and you know from there Hopefully. because most people at the end of the day, I'm sorry, most people having kids, particularly when I say it's black people, we're when even in our thirties having kids, you're still figuring it out. You're you're oh, really yeah, still figuring it out, like in any and like regardless whether you want somebody, there's no handbook to have kids. I'm talking about all of it, the life aspects, whatever. So like looking, having hindsight, being this 2020 thing that we talk about is 25, 26 was really given like that was the optimal point. However, I did also say that the the friends that had kids right after college, they get they working on teenagers, and so I know they're happy. So more power to them. <laughs> but um, let's start having these conversations earlier. I, I agree with that. I do think we need to have the conversations earlier. Um, I think we also need to have the conversation, the self conversations earlier, right? I think mm. I lied to myself for years thinking that I wanted to have children. I really did. And then I was just like, you know what? I don't really want these kids. And then for years, I lied to myself that I didn't want kids. And I keep saying lie because it is a lie. I didn't give myself the chance to give it just an option. Mm. Like I didn't have to say yes or no. And now that I'm older and I am married to my career, the, the decision becomes less plausible, right? Like, it becomes more of a... It becomes, it becomes less of a decision and more of a, like a statement in a way. Mm. Because it's like, I'm 34, soon to be 35, haven't been married, haven't been engaged... I'm single, and I openly admit to people that I am, if I would say I'm married, I'm married to my career, right? Which is what I just said. And that goes against everything that's the idea of the woman now. Even the even the successful black woman or Latina in her 30s, there's at least a partner there. There's something okay. there still. The, the idea of success. The idea yes. of success, okay. right? Yes. Doesn't mean that is what it is. But there's, there is a, a, how do I say this? There is this cloud almost of what does the new age black woman look like? What does the new age Latina woman look like? Mm. There is a transformation of it. And whether we want to as women admit it or not, a partner is by your side. Mm. There oh. is, we, we're not pushing the narrative. I, myself, right? Like, that my narrative isn't the common one. We're not pushing 34 single in love with the career we're not pushing that right now okay so that's not so so i want to get into uh the holistic healing mm. part of it okay. uh how a post role uh world impacts our dating lives okay. and you let off just now or uh yeah let off just now with uh they don't push the narrative of you know 34 single uh, be married with your career or to your career. Mm -hmm. Um, and I agree with you. Um, and it's trash that we don't, mm -hmm. um, I, you know, have been having a lot of these conversations lately in terms of our relationships as people. Um, and I feel like we have to start taking more value in our relationships Agreed. and not a specific type of relationship. Agreed. Um, and because that's, like what I'm starting to just observe is like there's this like there's these real fracturing points. Um, we're 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 having to make a lot of different sacrifices yes. um, to live in this 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 world today. 
Um, and what that looks like all the time. Like, I don't know how justifiable it is, like, mm-hmm. realistically. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, I've heard so many different stories at this point about, like, people, you know, several years down the line not having regrets, but really wanting to now, you know, forge new paths um, and, you know, uh, venture out into the world that they, you know, essentially gave up at one point. And my mind goes to, as this person here, 2023, 30, uh, 33, 34 in a couple in 10 days, I want to just keep forging the path now. Yeah, I get I don't I don't want it to be dictated by by anything. Like let me take the, the moments as they come and the experiences I'm having them and make decisions, you know, that I'm I'm where I'm I'm showing up as my whole authentic self. And okay. like, you know, the the spaces that I put myself in allow me to show up as my whole authentic right. self. And so the reality is is like we we should take more, you know, assessment of our our, our lives um and then think about our relationships that we have holistically because you talked about like if you wanted to have a kid like in your mind it's like well i have a community that i can do that with so that's realistically valuing the other relationships that you have across the board that you can recognize that they're going to be a part of your parenting community they are like, and what that realistically means is, like, having to, like, you know, check in with yourself and, like, mm-hmm. hear all the people's perspectives. Yes. And, like, recognize because, like, you're asking for their assistance. Yeah. They're willing to give it. With that comes, you know, ways in which they may, you know, suggest in doing things. Balance that has to be struck. Because at the end of the day, the product of, of whatever y'all do is that child. Exactly. And right. if they come out and say, it was all fucked up. Well, guess what? It was all fucked up. <laughs> you do that together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, at least, true. you know, having, as you start to embark on it, have that willingness to, like, forge the path. Right, right. That you, you know, are able to simply, you know, dictate for yourself. Um... And so, yes, I think we do have to encourage, like, whatever age you are, single, um, you know, whatever age you are, uh, what's the, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, you could be partnered. We could, you know, we could do partnered. Like, I think, you know, I don't want to take away from building, you know, romantic, you know, Mm -hmm. relationships. Um, but, you know, I'm thinking of the, the serial, uh, dater. The serial date, like you just, you just kind of like, we, we've seen the shows of Mm -hmm. girlfriends, um, uh, who was it on girlfriends? It was, uh, what was her name on girlfriends? Are you talking about Joanne? No. Joan. Sorry, Joan. Joan Joan was a constant dater. Joan definitely was a constant dater. Because Joan was always looking for love. Always looking for love. Who was the, the free spirited friend? Mm-hmm. Cannot remember her name right now. Because I love uh, girlfriends, but girlfriends wasn't. Uh, that's not her name. What was her name on the show? I don't know. That. Oh, Lynn. Yes, Lynn. it was Lynn. Yes. We should have done better Thank at you. that. We should have did yes, better. Yes, we should have. Um, like we did earlier, we could have Googled it. We could have. Uh, thank you, Jasmine. Yeah, appreciate shout it. Shout out to you. Shout appreciate out to Jasmine you. in the room now. Thank you. Um, appreciate you. She's not really here. Jasmine's such a, a common name. Like, nobody knows what Jasmine is. But she just saved <laughs> us, so shout out to her. Shout out to her. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. Um, so, yeah, Lynn was a constant, you know, date. She was a serial mm-hmm. dater. Um, and so, like, it's okay. 
It is, but I also think it's okay not to date, right? Like, I think yeah, it's also okay. That's why like, I said I started with single. Like, yeah, it's okay like, to just be single. Because I think there's something different about having your your sexual needs met. And, 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 oh, yes. date, and this right? is why I'm so happy we yeah, have this I conversation. That, Thank I you. Thank you. There's a total difference in that. There is a difference. I just was having this conversation. There's a total difference in that. And that does play into the Dobbs decision, right? Yes. That, that does play in protection. Because now when you think about it, how freely can you be in fulfilling some of those desires, right? Protection has to really be, really be forced upon. That 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 mistake, it doesn't Come on, bring it all together. It doesn't leave room. Yes. There's no room technically, right? Because now with these decisions, right, mm-hmm. with the turning over mm-hmm. Roe v. Wade, and now it being on a state mm-hmm. level, your insurance plays a part. Yes. Plan B may not be accessible yep. anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Now what if you do decide you want to have an abortion? Mm-hmm. Uh, will you need to cross state lines mm-hmm. to get that abortion? Do you have the finances for that? What if you are someone who already has a child? Do you have child care to help you in this if you decide to do that? Do you have transportation, right? Like all of these, when you live in a metro city, which the train is accessible, Uber is accessible, that's not always accessible in rural spaces. Mm-hmm. It becomes harder mm-hmm. to have space to date mm-hmm. freely and to... to Except, right? Mm-hmm. Except the idea that you don't have that freedom, you don't have that luxury. That is a privilege. If you live in a state that has not overturned Roe v. Wade, if you live in a state that has not overturned, that is a privilege. Yes. It is a privilege for you to date in it that state. Absolutely and that is, is something that has to be recognized. It, it absolutely is. And the reality is, like, even if, like, or if you're in one of those states that has now mm-hmm. uh, overturned Roe v. Wade, uh, you have to then like look at it, like you said like there's a difference between being single dating uh-huh. there's a there's a difference between in all of that getting your sexual you know needs yeah, for sure. and you know met in a way mm-hmm. um and in that you have to think about like in the in the just the infancy of it all mm-hmm. is this person not going to be someone who snitches you out Right, right. Because if you live Simply in Texas, that. there's bounties out. Like, there's exactly, bounties because out. like you know, there's 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 money you can be gotten for these oh, shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they got it. They got it for sure. Like that's the wild part about mm-hmm. it. It's just like it's it's we live in this weird space now. However, right here's the flip side of it, and this is why I said earlier, like more men I think should be a part of the conversation because it's not it's not a negative, but it's a it's a reactive step. Yeah. Because when Texas passed their, uh, what was that, that six-week abortion ban, mm-hmm. which uh, came into place prior to the Dobbs decision, mm-hmm. but was another step in towards of creating, mm-hmm. you know, the space to overturn yes. um, Roe. Um, so they, they, were, they were striking up a number of different uh, avenues at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, more men, like literally in like the preceding, like I think six months, like... The, the number of men getting vasectomy went shot up. up. Yeah, it went up like 150%. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. There were a shit outrageous. ton of men. Yeah. Like, and, and I've talked about it for myself for a while um, of going to, you know, get a vasectomy. So, mm-hmm. like, I've, you know, in my mind committed to, like, taking those steps. Because, like, for me, it's just like, I don't want kids. Like, I can do that. Yeah. It's fine. Um, and in particular, having, you know, again, worked at Planned Parenthood and like, learning more about vasectomies, is like, mm-hmm. they're reversible today. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, another five, ten years, which, I, again, this is, I don't want them. I'm good. Um, like, I'm not doing the baby stage at this point. I'm, I'm, whoo. <laughs> okay. Um, 
like starting to do that like it's, so you would like adopt i would adopt i like i, I said stage? yes i i definitely okay. will do that in about 10 years Fair. um but a baby no. <laughs> so a part of like this is impact of our dating lives like, because you know like again there were a hundred you know 150 percent increase i think the number was over a hundred thousand men like in that first six like yeah. signed up so like there here it is these men are now like oh we we hold up i can't be out here trying to be in the streets and no, no let me no. let me go go rat pack this up all the way no for real though because like when like we have to remember when last year when the beginning of Roe v. Wade being overturned, states were doing ridiculous shit. Yes, they were crazy. Yes, you had some states that were talking about giving uh, child support to the mother before, excuse me, the child was even born. Yes, <laughs> like what is that? Like okay, here's the thing, right? In 2021, <coughs> there was me. this pullback of like voting rights and access, okay. and then in 2022, it was. Uh, essentially basic medical health care reproductive health care mm-hmm. access that was yeah. pulled back because here's the thing right we look at this conversation around abortions mm-hmm. as it being the holisticness of the conversation mm-hmm. but it's so much more and that's why i said reproductive health care yeah, because, because access the, to all because here's the reality it's like there are certain procedures that doctors are not even doing now and there's certain medication that doctors aren't prescribing because they fall under certain abortion, air quotes, abortion medications. So that are impacting. And it's, a, it's very common. It's high cholesterol. It's, it's they're, it's they're like impacting. It's, like literally, it's they're impacting. impacting the community. It's impacting people. It, it's impacting all. And that's why I was saying, like, it isn't when we look at reproductive health care, we can't look at it from a space of it just affecting women bodies, right? We do have to look at it from all bodies. Uh, yes. But when we do break it into subgroups, we are able to pick up more data to understand what demographic of people need more help, right? What demographic of people are going to be mostly affected by these laws that are passing. And study shows it's black communities. That is who is affected the most, and we can't forget that. So if the laws are affecting us the most, then that's affecting the family, which then affects the single individual. Who yes. even It just affects all, it affects you on all levels. It affects you on all levels, and that's why we all have to talk about it. We all have to talk about it. It needs to be more of a common conversation to the point that you made earlier, right? Like It needs to be talked sooner. It needs to be talked earlier on. Like We're not in a space anymore to really wait to find out, like, but I think before when you used to date, you had time to say, well, when do you want to have kids? Or would you like to be married? There was time for those conversations. I think with the, these decisions and these laws that are being passed, those conversations need to be sped up a lot sooner. Because time truly is of the essence. Because if you do have a mistake, like I said, and I shouldn't call it a mistake, if something was to happen. Unplanned. Unplanned. If an unplanned decision happened. and Moment. Moment happened. And you decided that you wanted to have an abortion, which is absolutely your choice, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Do you live in a city and or state that will allow you to mm-hmm. have that abortion legally and safely? That matters when you're dating right now. It does. Because I also said this like at a point in time, it was like when I was considering kids. I was like, yo, if I lost the woman that I'm, I'm having this kid with, like over some fuck shit, like that could have really, you know, mm-hmm. been prevented... I'm not only mad at the child, I'm mad at the system at that point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because your choice was taken away from yeah, you. Yeah, it's like that Who person. Who are you to take away my choice? Like that person, like, like, and, and, and I've 
that that's visceral like that's Absolutely. real and at the end of the day like you have to then make a decision like that that child doesn't deserve that child's not because the child if we're going off of that the child did not ask to be yes. here right so if the child didn't ask to be here and you're making the decision to now have i'm sorry you're being forced mm-hmm. to raise this child well then now if that's the case if i'm going to be forced to raise this child then we need to set up parameters where i can afford to raise yes this child. that too most people studies show that 56 percent of abortions i'm sorry yeah 56 percent of abortions that are happening are happening because people are in the poverty level yes that uh, that yes that, so, that that's something that's been covered for for years now. You feel me? Like, um, come on. That the the interesting part about it is they still lack uh, a ton of access, um, but they do make up a, a great share of uh, those seeking services. Given and and a crazy part about it, come to learn actually that that number is representative of not first time moms. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's representative of um, moms who already have at mm-hmm. least one child in the home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the real reality is like, as men, again, like why it's necessary we're in the conversation is like I said, like from the experience that I just mentioned about, uh, if I were to lose that person, like, like the fuck, like what you mean? Like that, that now impacts like my holistic, my, my dating life going for that impacts my life overall. But like, since we're talking about dating, it's like, then I have to some, at some point again, envision the idea realistically now of going out there and dating someone else. Like, it's like, that's a while, like losing that, that child's mother in general. Like, it's like that, that's like some, so it's like men, like there's a part of this conversation that we can realistically be a part of that simply, uh, creates more space. For to sure. have sure. a, a conversation around what would be appropriate uh, health care for black women, reproductive health care for black women. Um, and But I also think there needs to be a conversation of what does, what does health care also look like for men in a reproductive space, mm. right? Because there is a space that if, if you do decide as the man in the as the co-parent in the situation right because i like to go off of the scenarios of people not being together because so Mm -hmm. often Mm -hmm. we don't yes we don't talk about just two people growing apart but still having to raise a child yes we don't and if both parents are making a conscious decision to step up and be present for this child what does what does healthcare look like for that father, right? Mm. Like we we don't talk about black mental health in a child's mm. space, and what does that look like from a paternity parent? leave? Paternity leave is non-existent. Uh-huh. Paternity leave. If you are working at a company that gives paternity leave, they are absolutely a fast-forwarding company. Yeah, that's like, privilege. It's a, it is it's privilege. a, it's a privileged it is. It is. Uh, space, it is. and. Uh, This is part of the conversation that we have to have in terms of, like I said, like how it impacts our dating lives. Because, mm-hmm. like, again, like, what if you are, okay, engaging, you know, with someone who, like, you's like, oh, I don't, they don't want to have a child. Yeah. And uh, you as the guy understand that, you know, into the situation, okay, we, you know, she doesn't want to have kids, like, you know, and an unplanned moment happens, like we yeah. just said. It's like, are you then stepping in as well and being a part of the yes. services and the resources that are needed to facilitate, you know, this sort of, uh, the space where she's like, okay, I don't, I, I, I want to have an abortion, like, Right. Pill, because that like is whatever. For both. Plan B, like, you know, what, like <laughs> both, I like, guess. And so, like, we do have to start making more space for these conversations. And then I think there's also a space to be had in this, in those unplanned uh, moments, mm-hmm. to where people can step out. 
men can step out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think we do have to create that space for the conversation where it's like in that moment, particularly where the, those, you know, those conversations are had, where it's like, you know, oh, we don't want kids. And it's like mm-hmm. condom breaks or something. Um, and, you know, yeah, kind of breaking something like, and and you in that moment decide, hey, you want to, you know, keep it. It's like you, um, you don't want to go get a plan B. Oh, okay. Like recognize that then that he should be able to take a step back and say, okay, I don't want to have you know a responsibility in that because at that point, I, I we can think, understand that it it takes two. Um, I think that's touchy though. I think that's a fine line because. Is it? It is because the decision should have been made prior to us having unprotected sex, right? Well, no, I'm just, like, like I said, unplanned moment where the condom broke. Yeah, but but like, all right, like, like the condom broke. The like, condom broke, and that's happened. I think, I, nah, nah. And at that I don't point, think you you're get like, to step out, bro. You just don't. I, I, you don't. I, I think that that's not a fair way of engaging with one another if we're able to the just simply why, say i can go i can change my you're 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 able to change your mind there's nothing wrong with changing no, no, your no, mind it, it's not to say you're not you, it, no one's not saying you can't change your mind we're not mm-hmm. minds can be changed but yes. what we are saying is that or what i'm saying i should say is that that what you're speaking of is absolute privilege because as the woman i don't get to step away no you I, can you no, can no, go no, get no. A, a, a plan b but Wait, so are we talking about, so let me understand this. So we're, we, we, this, these people have gotten pregnant off of an accident. They had sex. And she's deciding to keep the baby, but he doesn't want to have the baby. Essentially. They, they had sex, the condom broke. Uh-huh. They could go get a plan B. Let's, let's okay. put it at that point. Like okay. they, they, they haven't even, B. she can go get a plan B. They, he can go get a plan B. He offering to go get a plan B. Mm-hmm. They got some new one called Julie. Um, yes, yes. I, I just saw an ad. I'm, I, it was it was done with a black woman who I I, I know you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm just pushed that. It's called Julie. You can look it up online. It's, just, <laughs> it's the the pill. Um, listen, make sure there's more access. It, it, I believe it's more affordable as well. Like it's this, these are real things we just need to know about, right? So like I the condom broke. They could go get a pill, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's dealing. He's willing to go 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 do what he got to do to get this pill. And she's like, you know. I wanna. I don't. I don't want it. I wanna. I just wanna. You know, just keep it. Okay. She's entitled to have changed her mind. I don't see anything wrong with that. She's entitled to, to say, be... "I wanna keep. I wanna. Yeah, I just wanna see where this goes. If I if I end up pregnant, I end up pregnant. If I end up pregnant, I end up pregnant. Whoa! What are we playing around with? What do you mean if I end up pregnant? Because the condom broke. They weren't intending to have a kid. Like so neither we're one of them. Russian roulette. That's the. But oh, no, okay. because it's like. Um, it's not Russian roulette, but I people mean, are trying to change their mind. Like she wants, she doesn't want to not take the plan B. But she, but but I think the key part to the to to your story is that she's willing to take a chance. If it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's not that she doesn't want to take the plan B because she is certain she wants to have a child. She's not taking the plan B because she's comfortable with whichever decision comes. That's very different. That's very different. I guess. I mean, she doesn't no, have no, control no. over it until she knows she's pregnant. So that's but but, you, but, their control, but the control is the plan B. The plan B is that certain decision that you don't want to have a child. That's my point. So she says, hey, at this point, like, I'm, I'm saying, like, she could change her mind and say, I want to have a child since the condom broke. Like, I have this yeah, sperm in me. Is in this moment, we don't have, we, you can't play like no, that. No, it's not necessarily <laughs> a play. It's like, I, I know, I know the condom broke uh-huh. and I don't want to get, I don't want to take the plan. I'm, I'm okay being pregnant. 
Yeah. And and so essentially, but she's. But I'm also okay with not being pregnant. So because you can't, you can't, can't, you can't make any, you can't control that, like your body. She may no, not ovulate in the time period that what? that's 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 all I'm talking so, about. It's like the realities of I, it. No, no, no. I think the reality is that most women are act are actually really, really like on the same on the same. She <laughs> may consistently same. No, I think all I, of that matters. Okay. I think all of that matters because if she's ovulating. I mean, I don't want to put anything on anyone because I think that's also a privilege of understanding ovulation and and tracking it and all those things as well um so just simply someone changed the, and I, I try to keep these things really basic and simple like so someone changed their mind okay They're, like what we are entitled to do as people is change our mind and so at that point she doesn't have any real control over it beyond like her body creating that that space for okay. it to actually happen uh-huh. and so if, if if her body does that she's like i'm okay like i'm okay having this child you're saying that he has the right to walk away. I think he, he should have this. Yes, I think he should have okay. the space to walk away and say we were at a point where we said that that was not something we we're working towards. The condom broke. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I offered to do X and Y and Z. I mean, but I think I, I think the reality though is is a lot of of situations that people uh, date in. A lot of pregnancies were unplanned. Yes, but I think... A lot of niggas with mistakes. Yes, but I also think to the point you're saying earlier about the importance of the child, these mistakes as we are adults in our 30s, we've seen the type of adult that makes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. so, So what I'm saying is, right, we don't have time to play with these types of decisions. We don't. If we've already had the conversation that we're not having kids... Neither, like, if you're if you're open to the com, if we've already had the conversation that we're not having kids, and now you are in a situation where now you're comfortable, or you're you are open to having children, but you haven't had that conversation with me yet. Mm-hmm. That's a, that, that, that's, that's wild. That's crazy. That's wild. So in yours, in if we're going off for your scenario, no, I I think Shorty's bugging to be quite honest, and yeah, I do agree that he would have the right to walk away because to the factors that you've played out in it, right? Like they had the conversation, the condom broke, sis. There was a conversation that clearly she was having other types of feelings that she hadn't conveyed yet. That's a whole different conversation, whole different ballgame because now there's not open seat. There, there's not an open space for that, right? I agree. You didn't give me the space to have the to make those types of decisions. You didn't hold space for me. You, you, and you have the right. Yes, you are right. You do have the right to change your mind. One thousand percent. Now that I understand it fully, yes, like you one thousand percent have the right to change your mind. But in that situation, changing your mind needed to be a conversation, not in this very moment where this condom broke and now sis, you're open in the but, air. No, no, no. But no, see, no, I no. don't know. If, I, 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 no, no, no. I hear that, and I, I only I caution to just say like in that span of of whatever, like you mm-hmm. know, I, I I've I've actually not been in that situation. Oh yeah, me either. Um, as a guy, I haven't okay. been in that situation. Um, we, we had this conversation earlier. It was like, you know, there were like, don't bring no babies in this house was a real thing growing up. Um, and so I haven't been in that situation. So I can say that I don't know what one's thinking about, like, oh, that they, they, you know, have to like, you know, they're pregnant and, or they know they're pregnant. Um, I can say that the spaces and, uh, women that I've been with, there have been real upfront conversations about not having kids like early yeah. like we talked about like i said not like that was something that was you know a thing growing up and so 
for me, like, it was, like, if, if we had a moment where it was, like, oh, the condom broke, it was, like, all right, we already knew it was going to go to plan B. Like, that, that like, again, like, it was, it was automatic because that conversation was had. But as I've also just come to, like, you know, have more of these conversations and then, like, take in more perspective, people change their minds like that sometimes in those moments. I, I, I do agree with that. I, I, and, I can't argue that, but... And it sucks in some ways. Look, look, I'll be honest. If we're if we if we really been rocking and we've been sex and we're having open conversations, we're having open conversations. You know what's happening. You should. I I just where I'm at in my stage, right? I'll take it more into self. Where I'm at in my stage in the game in my dating life, there needs to be too much transparency. Like I I really mean that. Like we need to to a point that maybe there it, it would be classified as oversharing. I need to know all aspects of what mm. I'm getting into, right? Because Children is a real thing. Children can really happen. And that that's so my reality. What kind of man do you need to meet right now then? Oh, oh, that's very personal. <laughs> um, <laughs> that took me back. Ooh. Oh, what kind of man do I need to meet? Um, We're talking about impacts on dating lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a real question. Um, I think that <laughs> Right now, I'm just single, okay. and I am enjoying dating very much. Okay. I can say that I'm really learning how to date in my adulthood, Okay. being secure in my career, being financially stable, right? Like, knowing my interests and hobbies outside of work, really knowing myself. Um, I'm enjoying dating at this stage, so to answer your question... Um, I don't think there's necessarily I need to meet a certain type of man. Um, I'm open to a certain type of person. Well, that's what I was getting ready to ask. I, yeah. I wanted to go there next. Um, yeah. And I, I specifically asked about man for the mm-hmm. idea of, of child. Like, Yeah, but child can also be with woman for me. So that, 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 I was going there yeah. next. and so I, I definitely used um, to be a little different. I used to have a different mindset about that. But as I've gotten older, I can, I can see child with woman for sure. I can see myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then, I go back to something I talked about before in terms of expanding our our value of community and what, what yeah. our relationships look like. Mm-hmm. Because uh, in other situations, like right, that community could also look like uh, a sperm donor that's yeah. known, a man that you know, as well. Oh, oh, um, okay. Potentially, I'm just I'm talking about gen- like just oh, like yeah, yeah, about, yeah. like general generic situation. Oh yeah, of for life. sure. Like, like actually, community, yeah, our our our, our communities are that actually works out really well. Like I do have a couple of friends that they mm-hmm. they have a community. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not the community mm-hmm. husband, but mm-hmm. he is partnered as well, and they had a baby together, and they are raising the child. It's actually a friend of mine in Ohio. And they're raising their child in one big community. And it's actually really cool how, mm-hmm. because there's been more kids added. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that's appropriate to say. But they've had more children as a collective. And they're raising these children as... And these kids are really cool kids. Like, they have really cool interests. They're eclectic. They're funny. They're smart. Like, they're really well-rounded kids. And I do think that plays a part in the fact that my, my two friends are a lesbian couple. They mm. did have a baby with a gay man. So I, I do wonder if that plays a part because there isn't a cisgendered combo there, right? But they wanted children. My, my two girlfriends wanted kids and it just made it easier. Now they don't all live together, right? Like everybody has their own homes and stuff, but 
what's really interesting about them too is that my my girlfriend carried their baby so mm. they have a baby together right my girlfriend mm. and one of the male partners mm. and then she carried the male partner's baby so now the male partners have a baby that is theirs and it's all it's all legal they have paperwork mm -hmm. for it to protect everyone's rights right mm -hmm. especially in ohio um but it's beautiful to your point like it doesn't your community doesn't necessarily have to look like that but i have seen that more common in the lgbtqia community where it is a partner that is still close in the community and it is the it is more um i think it's safer in a way mm -hmm. i shouldn't say more but i think it, it feels safer and people are also more comfortable with getting paperwork when you're, mm -hmm. when you're doing it that way versus bringing in outsiders mm -hmm. and that can be slightly intimidating and costly i have a friend who's also going through uh an in vitro process mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. was able to get their sperm donation from yeah. a friend of a friend like, yeah like through their community and that they're beautiful. they're not Probably involved with this person um did it actually it didn't but it it, it made there's a whole lot of of checks and balances and, and red tape that because there was a a known donor like because yeah it was a like it has to be done a specific way well, to alleviate those concerns around um, you can do so, like you can do like uh, live adoption. Yeah, yeah, you yeah could for do sure. That, yeah. But then uh, you know, like that can be a thing, and mm -hmm. so this was easier to just do. And also in terms of like other um, aspects around like insurances and stuff like that. Um, it was you know, this was the the, the actual. This was the, the advised route. legal route actually. Wow. The advised legal in, in terms of, New York. of paper. Yes, in terms okay. of paperwork and stuff like that. And so, um, I'm happy for them. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely happy for them. Uh, but it's like those sort of things. And like people do it in a number of different ways. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, sure. but like in terms of like just ensuring that, you know, everything is done so that again, there's, you know, down the line, there's no issues. Um, you know, and again, these things can just, there, there's, there are a lot easier to access in this day and age of the internet. So sure, like, yeah. you know, consult the lawyer and like it's. You know, cost sperm a little bit, banks but... are not the best, man. So we've cause... heard about how sperm banks lack uh, black sperm donors. Lack? Um, They're non-existent. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they were literally offering up, you know, different, you know, promotional uh, gimmicks, essentially, to get more black men to donate sperm. I would say I considered it in college. Hmm. Um, and <laughs> it was the things, like, you get paid to do it, like, a couple hundred dollars. and like, well, I can't go jerk off in a cup. But then I was thought about saying, I don't want to like have random kids out there that I have no idea about. I'm just like, your moral compass. No one, a moral compass. I honestly don't want you to ever come find me. Wow, I take that all the way back. <laughs> moral compass? Don't come find Like, this wasn't, that's not the deal. Like, please that's do not, not do that. Like, that's not the deal. Like, and I just like, and then you're going to pop up one day. And it's like, I wouldn't, like, the reality is, I wouldn't necessarily think. <clears throat> that I would have an issue with, like, you engaging with me at that point. But it's just like, I don't want it. Like, I don't Not know. engaging with me at that point. Like, I couldn't, no, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, I don't want, like, no. Like, Because no. I did not sign up for this. Yes, I did, like, I just, like, that's, that just, no. Because, like, now, like, I definitely have to. Like, no. Like, now unless you're going to put all the work in to create this space... 
unless you're gonna put all the work in, and and then at some point, my it just clicks for me like, okay, cool, you you fine, I'm gonna fuck with you. Like, and I and I don't have no gauge to what that looks like. I'll be honest, I have no gauge to what that looks like okay. of me wanting to fuck with them at that point. But I just like it was. So just, what if it was like more than one kid? I, again, this is why I did not go do it. Like this is exactly. So this is why this. I did not go and jerk off in the cup. What if you had twins? Is this why I did not go and jerk off in the cup? Would you accept twins? No, no. I, this is why I did not like. It was why I didn't do it. It was like I'm not because twins is like a one off. I feel I'm like you good. wouldn't be able to turn no, away twins. Cool. Like, oh my goodness, look at my face, double time. You know what I mean? No, I'm good. <laughs> um, there's no, no, absolutely not. Like it's because they're cool. Like I can look. No, I've, 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 I've been interested in twins before. I'm good. Wait, what? Uh, exactly. I've been interested in twins before. But did they look alike? Yeah. So you were... So how could you tell them apart? I mean, they they have slight differences. Yeah, but I feel like most twins who... What would it be? If you look alike, are you fraternal? Identical. Identical. So if you're identical twins... I I feel like most identical twins don't have a lot... Like a feature feature that tells them apart. It's really, like, subtle. It really is subtle. Right. So when you were attracted to twins that looked alike... You gotta... Like, you just gotta, like, look at them. Like, and... So you were essentially in love with the same person, same face. No, you enjoyed the same face. No, because I the one was later than the other. Like this, this. So you had twins? No. Not 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 children twins. I'm saying you've dated twins. No, I actually didn't date the other. (laughs) Wait, I was interested. Like I just like the attraction, like for the. But how were you attracted to the other twin if you were just dating the other twin? It was like years later. But how do you know it wasn't the same twin? Cause I know it wasn't. Like there's like you. That's you, a valid question. You, you, to you ask. look at like, them long at enough. Like you That's look at them long valid. enough. Like I like you. Like I I know a couple set of twins. Like and you look at them long enough, you can start to tell the difference. So you don't think twins have just like swapped? No. You don't think that's a thing? I think that's a thing. Maybe like I do early I do. on. I think that. But I think that, like that, there's that. subtle differences like that you can start to see like between twins. Okay. Just like real subtle differences. I've never dated twins or found. I've never dated twins either. Yeah, I've never dated. I've just twins. known twins and. I've known twins, but I've never dated, dated one twins. and then found an attraction for the other. I just find that so interesting that you found the other twin attractive when you were just dating the other twin. I mean, if they look alike, it's kind of like simple it's, to just. That's what I'm saying. It's the same person. That's what I've been saying the whole I mean, time. I mean, sure. But it's not the same person in essence. Like they are two different people. Like, but you're essentially looking at the same face. So maybe. I don't, know. I don't think maybe. I can do okay. Because it. it's like you did, it's almost like you're looking at the same face. I, and it's like, oh wait, maybe their personality leveled I up. I didn't or, get do, that do, do, do. far with that, so it wasn't. I That's can't fair. picture. That I would totally long. want to talk to someone about this. Like, but have you dated now, twins before? Now, like, it makes it. I think, right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'm gonna add a thing to my kink list. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gonna go on my kink list, guys. All right, so we're going to get out of here. That, that's a, wow. That's, any final words? Um, don't forget to vote. Oh, yes. Don't Ooh. forget to vote. Uh-huh. Please vote. All the time. Please. Please vote. Every election. Please vote. Every primary. Because, you know, New York, we'll be having several. And it's so, like. Put in all of them, y'all. Yo, please no, do. No, please no, do. No, don't take off. them off. Please, please don't. Please, please don't take it off. Please, please make sure you go, like, the primaries. Like, go and, like, they're important. They're, um, really they're very important. Like midterm elections are important. Yes, they are. Um, I think, I think we forget that. I think everyone who came out, State I worked on some campaigns. PTA. Um, and I appreciate 
the niggas that came out and voted because it was Can important. we just talk about the PTA real quick and how yes, important go, the PTA go ahead, is? Please, please. Because I just feel like people don't pay attention to our school boards. And y'all need to pay attention to who's oh, on y'all school shit. boards. Y'all really do because they are making Critical race theory is kicking our ass right hello, now. Hello, hello. Okay, they are using hello. it as a weapon. They are weaponizing okay? us. They are something literally they critical race theory Ooh. is being weaponized. Like you got black men. Black Republicans uh, talking about how it's not necessary. For, like, Let's, can we not? <sighs> can we not? Listen, go ahead. Let me not steal your soapbox. No, no, no. You can because it really gets me upset. I, mm. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Like, it truly gets me upset because, really, you're upset about critical race theory. Like, really, like y'all really think critical race theory is really being taught in elementary, middle, and high school? Y'all really like y'all. Y'all think that? You don't even know what's in your freaking textbooks at, at the high school level. Like, do y'all know that your textbooks are coming out of Texas? That they're changing the languages in the textbooks that you are having your children, your nieces, your nephews, your grandchildren, your cousins. Everybody is reading these high school textbooks that have changed the language from slave to servant, Yo. picker. Like, these is real facts, y'all. These are real facts. But, but y'all are focused on critical race theory. We're focused on a, a study that is only taught if you are specializing in it. Let, let's really make that specific. Because even then, when I, I, okay, personally, I went to a PWI. I went to The Ohio State University. Critical race theory was only taught when I decided to minor in black women gender studies, right? That mm -hmm. is when I picked up critical race theory. I was in college at a PWI. Mm -hmm. I didn't learn it in high school, and I did go to a pretty good high school, y'all. I had really great parents that were pretty well-rounded. I ain't learned about no critical <laughs> race theory in high school neither. I went to a damn good high school, so... No, and it's not like your parents were teaching you that. You feel oh, me? Like, shit, that's why I no. mentioned the parents. I mean, but as a black child, you learn critical race theory. But like, you learned, you, but you learned didn't know it, it was critical race theory. You didn't theory. know it was you critical race theory. No, we didn't, didn't call it that. It, it was no. called growing up black. Exactly. Like, that's what it was exactly. called. Exactly. It was like, listen, it's they gonna perceive you. It's literally the black experience. You see your skin? They going like every like every black parent has this conversation with their black child is yes. that hey like I have this conversation with my dog, like, like yes I have this conversation with my dog. It's like recognize that like yes you're like, bro like chill out like people are are, are seeing you. Like his mom has this conversation with him like <laughs> like like, this with like no because it's real no, like it's absolutely real like because he's a bigger uh dog he does like uh, he like does it, like yeah. favor a pit bull at times it's like oh, people's like saying it's just like oh my gosh I'm so scared. um <laughs> and then be they crazy okay i'm not getting that but anyways black parents have this conversation <laughs> with their kids right because i grew up having had it like they yeah. gave it to me Yes. Right. And it was like, it. oh, they're gonna like see your skin and they're gonna perceive you a certain type of way. Mm -hmm. And then there's the oh you gotta work two times as hard to get half or ten times as hard to get uh half as much and all these other things. Mm -hmm. And then like interactions with the police and mm -hmm. like, you know, even other simple interactions of like when learning not to talk back in like, you know, certain environments. Yes. Like, the idea of, like, staying where you work at because, you know, you don't want to go somewhere else because, like, recognizing, like, yo, black people don't have, you know, always these opportunities, you know, at important. To climb the ladder. Yes. Uh-huh. So stay, you know, stay and, and plant roots and shit. No, leave. Mm -hmm. Go. Please leave um, every two years so you can really yep. monopolize your money. Thank Three and a half at most. At um, most. And so we, we understand critical race theory from that aspect. Mm -hmm. What's being taught is simply assessing that we live in a world of other people yeah. and that 
the realities of it is, is like you may have things that other people don't mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that in that uh in some ways whiteness has played a real role yeah. racism uh-huh. uh which is white supremacy from that aspect has played a real role in how some people have and others don't exactly and we just need to be cognizant of that right. and the other real reality is like kids are le- are able to learn and pick up this shit all on their own it's like right. you, like like it's not like i didn't think about some of this shit it's just like it's how I, it, it forms how i decide to show up now and the work that i do now in terms of working in social justice and advocacy yes. and politics it's like yes. yo like some of this shit didn't make sense it's like oh we had a whole civil war okay then we had reconstruction uh, and then there was a Jim Crow. <laughs> so wait, and then sixty five. Uh, but then th- it don't look any. Th- wait, right, okay. Right, so then I like I pieced right. it together a lot for myself, and it's not like my peer. A lot of my peers have it. Right. So it's just like right. Mm, they're gonna put piece a lot of this shit together themselves. Like right. we have something called the internet now. And that's why if you don't know what's going on, it's because of your choice to be ignorant to what is going on. Yes, particularly that is, that is those exactly of us with is. this access. Like, we all have access. We all have access. A lot of us have access. No, 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 no. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. The reason why I say we all have access is because even what you are lacking, to the point that even if what you're lacking in said personal device of internet, depending on the school you're in, there's a library. There's some, there may be one computer, right? And what you may miss in the internet, there is a book for it. That is why I argue that the okay, textbook is so okay. important, Ooh, right? Okay, Like I there is, corrected. There is always access. What that access looks like because there, library access is a lot more accessible in today's world. It I, is. I, I, it like, really fa- factual is. book access. I guess having you know worked off for what it was worked at the library, New York Public Library, largest one in the country, mm-hmm. um, and then having can work alongside the other library systems in this city. Um, people are no more than four miles away from a library branch mm-hmm. throughout this city. Mm-hmm. No more, and, and and that's and that's. I actually learned that. Um, at my current job, they they put me on to that. And I was just like, I didn't know that that was a thing. So it's nice to hear that from somebody else because I thought maybe they might have been gassing it. No, that's that. that's a real thing, um, and and that really just informs our access. Like yeah. I've come to learn, like as an adult now, just listening to different friends, um, that you know the library really was a safe place for them. Yeah, you know, for sure. Up. Like it was a place that they knew that was free they could go to. Had um, Yep. Uh, you know, as we, we grew up in the dawn of computers, so there was that opportunity. They had, you know, just different meeting room spaces and stuff like that. Um, the printer. Yeah. So like, I, I come, I've come to learn that. And I, so it's necessary, I think, you know, that we, we understand that voting is necessary. Yes, vote. Um, go out there and do this damn thing. Please um, in all your elections. All of them. Um, all of them. All so before we get out here, <laughs> let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, so I am all day with day. I keep it very simple. I'm on Instagram and TikTok. Follow me. Um, let's talk. I'm here. Ooh. People, as always, email everybodymadpod at gmail.com, IG, Facebook, everybodymadpod, and on all major podcasts, streaming platforms. Everybody mad. We out of here. Later, y'all. Peace. I promise you, we as a people will get there.